Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I just love the Lord. I, I'm sorry, brother. I love the Lord. That's all I got. When your back gets against the wall and your wall against your back, who you call? Mm. Hey. Who you call? <laughs> who you call? You got to call him. You got to call Jesus. You got to call him. You got to call him because you ain't got no other hope. Devil had other plans, but he tried to steal my joy. But and God, look, that nigga kind of won yesterday. <laughs> just a little, just but a look, little fucking bit. Mm. But we but made we a decision because we love the Lord. We love, and the Lord heard our cry. Yes, and saved a wretch like you. Because <laughs> I don't know about her, but I'm, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. <laughs> so I reject. Second ass bitch. <laughs> I reject it. Oh, glory. You a stinking ass bitch. You better not make this a song. Nope. You nope. a stinking ass bitch. Jesus. Oh, you a stinking ass bitch. God, okay. I shall not blaspheme thy mm. name. Okay. Welcome to the worship podcast. Worship. I am, I am Trey SMR. Oh my God! Okay, I'm, I won't be doing I'm that. I'm literally gonna throw up. I don't know <laughs> what it is about that shit, unless it's the pickle lady. That bitch. She's everything. I will make it rain on her. She's everything. But you sitting here talking about some. Yeah, that's cool. quite a bit. <laughs> it is quite a it's bit. It's the worst. It's yeah. the absolute worst. Yeah. Um, there was so this I'm Ja yeah, Nay. Amen. amen. If there, I may yeah. introduce myself, okay, Saints amen. on today. Right. Um, and this is the worship podcast. It is blessings, and we is here yet again. <laughs> I don't even. How did we make it to a third episode? My I don't know. And let's let's just call this what it, the fuck is three point five because <laughs> nigga, goddamn, y'all will never hear it, never. But it exists, yeah. And I'm never deleting this <laughs> this, this reminder, <laughs> right? This reminder of the devil's work. <laughs> Anyway, so we are the Worship Podcast. This is a podcast where two, Dre and I, yes, two amen. fat black queer churchy niggas, yes. discuss how we are navigating our healing um, and what that process looks like for us. Mm-hmm. And um, sharing that with each other and, you know, you niggas who are... We got f- like 14 followers on yeah, SoundCloud, like, nigga! Where did y'all come nigga! from? Nigga! 
My God. I heard I could Make turn those in this. for like some McDonald's Monopoly <laughs> fucking turn play things. For some Drake tickets. Where? That's what I heard. I don't know. Where? Somewhere in Canada. I'm out. Um, so... <laughs> Thank you all for listening, and if you would like, while you're listening, or I know you would like, you need to do listen. it. Okay, nigga. Do it. Like, this is forceful. Give, let's give niggas options. No. Do it. Okay. We're on Twitter and Instagram mm-hmm. at uh, Worship Podcast, so that's W-R-S-H-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Hey. Um, <laughs> and our hashtag is worship pod. So W R S H P P O D. Glory. Um, and we may start doing like a listener letter, a praise report section. Oh my god, a testimony, a testimony <laughs> section. Look, send oh. if you have a testimony, send it to worship podcast at gmail dot com. Oh my god, um, that would be so blessed. I would love to read what the Lord has done for y'all. These raggedy ass. <laughs> Please My nigga pulled them. out this time. Oh, yes, look, yes. and we will shout for I'm you. So here. We will shout for I'm you. So here. Make My them as raggedy. cut her nails this time. Ah, yes, yes. Yes. Make them as raggedy as possible. Oh. Please. Oh, that would be so delicious. Don't come in here with no real shit like, no. oh, God healed me. No, no, no. Like, no. no. We, come on. We've seen that. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lord. Please. Don't cut off this recording, please, God. Uh, don't make this file and read us alone. Please, Lord. Please, Lord. All right. So Amen. we are going to start off, as we do with every episode, with our raw and honest section. Yes. And uh, Dre. Yes. Deacon. Raw and honest. Raw. Yes. You named that. Come on. I there did. was a reason. I did. My, look. We're I'm, starting with the raw. I'm something. I'm something. I was, I put on Twitter that, uh. My phone autocorrected. Uh, <laughs> my phone autocorrected. Autocorrect <laughs> Righteousness <laughs> to righteous puss. And I said, you know what? This is on brand. You, this God, is completely on brand for me. Thank you. Bless <laughs> your holy name for naming a thing a thing. When you know the saints are raggedy, show them. But you love us anyhow, oh, don't, yes, you? don't you? Don't mm. you? But amen. So, my Ron Honest. Comes... By the way, sorry. Let me mm, no, say Ron Honest. Ron Honest is a segment where we are discussing uh, a point this week where we realize something pretty critical to who mm-hmm. we are yeah. <laughs> about ourselves. Yeah. Um, either that we need to work on or maybe mm-hmm. lean into more. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is our time that we are being very vulnerable. A self-drag. Yes. A self-dragging, yes. if you will, yes. my nigga. So drag on. <laughs> Amen. So this week, um, I had a list of things that I planned on doing. Um, mm. uh, <laughs> I... I was supposed to, I I was talking last week about this guy who uh, we had agreed not to see each other on a romantic basis, and he said he was fine, but then he started acting weird. So one of my- As niggas do. Yeah, always. Uh, So one of my things uh, on my to-do list was to call him, or I'm being being dishonest, really my to-do list was to text him and be like, the fuck is wrong with you? Thank you for checking yourself. Um, yeah. I love you, friend. Yeah. Amen. Look amen, at you. Amen. Doing that the was work on... while you're doing the work, bitch. <laughs> so that was on my list. My other uh, thing on my list was to call my car insurance company 
and tell them I don't want them no more because I found Cause somebody. Because they're scammers. Different. Yes. That's why the yes. fuck. I found somebody willing to scam me less. <laughs> um, and Yes, less impactful scam. Yes, yes. And another thing on my list was to return some food I bought um, this week. You know, to cook that just wasn't as good or pretty much what I wanted. Mm. Um. And all three of those bitches fell through. Like, I didn't I didn't end up doing any of it. And I had to survey myself. I was like, okay, well, why are you not doing this? Mm. And so the common thread behind all of those things would was uh, that I had to endure some type of, no matter how minute, conflict. Mm. Um, so me <laughs> texting that nigga being like, the fuck's wrong with you? Conflict. Uh, me calling my car insurance company. Not necessarily conflict, but it would have to do with... Because, you know, car insurance, they like to keep you. So, you know, they would, like, put up a tug of war. Mm-hmm. And also, when it came to, like, the food and things, um, it would be returning something and, like, having to speak to, like, customer service. Right. maybe All of that stuff. And right. I'm just like, I would rather just run in the store, throw it in there, than run out. <laughs> like, you check in the mail? Yes. <laughs> Here's your shit. Um, But then I also realized, like, at restaurants, I would do the same thing where, like, food would come, and it's not necessarily exactly what I ordered or how I wanted it. I would just be like, all right, well, Mm. I'll I'll be all right. Mm. You know, I'll I'll take it. Um, The only way I would be like, no, is if I had a food allergy. Otherwise, it would be like, yeah, my nigga, I didn't order this, but whatever. It might be good. Right, yeah. And so I realized that I am just so afraid of conflict. Like, I just don't like to deal with any type of tug when I'm trying to do something. Um, it's not that I expect everything to be easy, but it's like I I try to circumnavigate um, anything that may um, cause me a, even a bit of discomfort, mm-hmm. which I think um, is natural to people. Yeah. Um, but my nigga, I be going out of my way. Yeah. And like kind of, and I think what I realized um, when it, when it came to me that it was a problem is that when it started impacting me um like on a mental and even physical level um like cuz a lot of times I'll just swallow the hurt or I'll swallow the um you know the, the annoyance yeah. um just to keep some semblance of peace when in reality I'm not at peace and uh whoever is doing something that I may not be okay with or providing me with something that I may not have asked for Mm -hmm. um, is kind of getting in a pattern of doing that thing. And that's not good for them either because it would be nice for them to know that, um, you know, when you're providing something to someone and it it would be nice for them to know how to deal with um, someone being like, Oh, well, you know, thank you, but this is not exactly what I want. Yeah. And, you know, that that provides a certain level of growth for people. Yeah. And accountability. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm I think I'm hindering other people in their growth as Mm -hmm. well when I do certain things. Mm -hmm. And I think that kind of got to me as well when I was like, my nigga, what you're doing isn't affecting only you. Um, But the, 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 the thing about all of this is that I. Um, it, it came on the heels of um, a conversation I was having this uh, this uh, this past week with my mom 
um, where the same thing is pretty much happening. Um, we have a family member living with us, and he pretty much does what he wants, and you know, doesn't it? When it comes How to old is he? <laughs> um, thirty. Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. Y- yeah. So. I mean, that makes sense. He's our age. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, three. Years. I group. I group twenty five and like twenty five to thirty two. Right. I guess like the same nigga. I guess me. it's this this kind of arbitrary just view I have of when you turn thirty, it should be something different. I oh, guess, no. and maybe I should. Nigga still ain't that. shit. Yeah, I'm still yeah. not gonna be shit when yeah, I turn well, thirty. Well, yeah, I'm gonna be a new like a new echelon of not mm-hmm, shit, but mm-hmm. I'm still not gonna. I be can shit. see you wearing like fur coats and just kind bitch, of bitch floor length hat. Pink chinchilla, Look, nigga. That's all I'm with wearing the matching everywhere. Hat. With the matching Church, hat. Church, grocery store, <laughs> uh, Ben and Jerry. With the matching hat? Or uh, yes. Jiffy Lube. Oh, matching hat. Jiffy matching Lube. <laughs> also, Jiffy Lube is a fucking scam. <laughs> Don't go there. You better not walk all in right. fucking church with you better fucking some chinchilla heels. Slides. No, I'm, nigga, okay. not heels. All right. I'm going to be 30, bitch. All You're my right. girls will be in the trash. <laughs> I'm acting like I'm gonna be ancient. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I threw just, away just all my heels kittens. like three years ago, and then I like started buying heels again. Mm. But like, I didn't wear heels for a straight three years Amen. of my life because just, I was just like, all, bitch, you know, what? It's fine. You know? I leaned into my dykeliness. <laughs> Amen. But um, so yeah, this family member, he does what he wants. He doesn't really uh, listen Can to. Can we name him Clarence? Sure. Clarence. Sure. Clarence, Clarence um, refuses to listen to the rules of the house. Yeah. Um, respect my mother's wishes. And what she does is that she goes ahead and she um, she vents to me about these things. Yeah. And um, it's it's so weird that when you can you can see someone else's issue and just mm-hmm. kind of prov- well, I can see someone else's issues. Let me own that shit and be like, okay, well, here's a solution. Why don't you just implement it? And so she was telling me this. I was like, well, you just need to tell him. I don't know why you don't just tell him. Just go ahead and tell him. Tell him. And she was like, yeah, I need to. I need to. But she doesn't. And she yeah. she mostly doesn't. Um, and then I had to step back and be like, yo, my mom is not really good with conflict either. She's just not. And I most likely got that from her. Um, and I think, sorry if I may interject no, real quick. Fine. I think that there's also like. There's shame for, like, black women and femmes around being too um, demanding or, or what have you. I, I think. Especially on men, probably. Yeah. Especially on men. Especially men who are, like, we're, who are, like, under our care. Yeah. There's this idea of, like, our, uh our strength and our uh, power or whatever is supposed to be used to defend mm-hmm. those nurture. men who are in our family right. um, and not to be used on right. those men who are in our family. I definitely get that. And I, you know, I realized I absorbed a lot of, um, you know, the manners in which I act and navigate from my mother. Um, so I definitely had to be more gentle um, realizing that, you know, the issue that I'm realizing I have, it's present in my mom. And, you know, just be um, more understanding about that fact. And also realizing that um, I'm not good with conflict until there's a blow-up situation. Mm. 
Um, and my mom's the same way. Uh, she'll let shit go for a while until it, until it's basically forced to blow up. Yeah. And at that point, it's like out of proportion. There, there's ne- I've never encountered a situation where a blow up actually fixed things. Right. Like it never has. So, um, but I'm definitely in that. Like, one thing I had to think about was even in uh, my last relationship, uh, <laughs> like the, there was a blow up moment right prior to the breakup that mm-hmm. pretty much led to the breakup. And I, I had to own the fact that there's a lot of things I just kind of didn't address. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I let it build up and fester until the point where there was almost physical violence. Yeah. Um, and I had to own that fact that, yeah, my nigga, like you, you, cause you know, I had been searching, I kind of like let that shit go, yeah. but I think this kind of, um, brought up the fact that, or brought up, um, brought me back to searching, yo, what was my role in this, you know, the demise of this relationship? And, uh, I may not know there may be more probably is, but one thing I know is that I did not, um, adequately address issues, um, and I, I just let them fester. Yeah. And I'm realizing that co- avoiding conflict is really detrimental um, to a lot of the things that I would like to do and um, accomplish in my life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in, in change um, or conflict or conf- confrontation... Mm-hmm requires tension it does so anytime change happens we are it's sort of like a clearing to bring something new in Mm -hmm. so like Mm -hmm. in the case of like um you know in the case of your mom like she would have to like change a whole entire dynamic Mm -hmm. because she's been like chilling in the background i guess Mm -hmm. sort of like how you um, described it, it seems in, mm-hmm. like it's that way. Um, to then step up and have a new relationship with this person mm-hmm. who she's had probably a very static relationship with, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and also thinking about, you know, when we're thinking about, like, you know, just accepting what people give us. Because mm-hmm. um, that's essentially is what's happening. When, yeah. Like, what's, what is happening, rather, when... We're avoiding uh, a conflict. We're avoiding conflict, or like if somebody gives us a meal that we don't want, mm-hmm. and we're just like whatever. Yeah, we, you know, all those things. I feel like it's to some extent that deep, like the core of that is um, with us not believing we're worthy. Um, we're back to worth. We're back to fucking worth, my <laughs> <Get> nigga. <out. laughs> it's central. Uh, yeah, like, no, this it shit is. is real. Um, and I was just listening to um, today this old interview that Prince did with Tavis Smiley mm-hmm. right after he um, he left Warner um, Warner Records um, and he was talking about how well they were discussing how after he left and started his own label um, he would not accept interviews unless they put him on the cover and he was like, bitch, I know I'm good. Mm. So if I know I'm good, and my, my he doesn't say, he doesn't use the word fans. And my supporters are who, the the folks who love me mm-hmm. know that I'm good. And y'all can't see that? Right. Well, fuck, y'all, y'all out of luck. Because right. I'm going to get what I want because I'm worth it. 
And um, that was just very real. Like it just a moment to like remind myself, like no, for real. Like even this in the small thing, and Mm -hmm. and eat especially the small things, Mm -hmm. right? Because those give us a low low impact opportunity to Mm -hmm. say I'm worth having the meal that I requested. Yeah, like and that's that's like a non like. It's not a stressful thing. Right. It's like it's not like I'm gonna have to move out of my house because this nigga <laughs> that I live with isn't respecting my boundaries. It's just like right. either they're gonna give me this meal or they're not, and I'm gonna talk to a manager either right. way because I was told by Apple Care. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I taking those opportunities to lean into those small um those small opportunities to to remind yourself of your worth or to to solidify that you mm-hmm. are worthy of those things that you desire mm-hmm. um is is really critical mm-hmm. thinking about that but Amen. yeah communication is hard my nigga it's hard fuck that shit and a lot of the times our real. communication no 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 for <laughs> real do not fuck that shit um a lot of the times when we communicate with folks specifically that we love and that we spend the most time around mm-hmm. we fixate on those low-hanging fruits those mm-hmm. um those symptoms Mm -hmm. of things that because we're so close to the issue or so close to the person or so um, close to whatever the thing is that we're discussing, we aren't able to like back up and take that, you know, three thirty thousand foot view Mm -hmm. um, and say, well, there are a lot of other, other instances that look very similar to this, little symptom Mm -hmm. maybe there's a core issue there that we need to address right um but yeah it's hard out here my nigga yeah and it's also well leading to that i i guess our warped view of what love is and feels like Mm kind of informs that because you know a lot of times we won't view love as like growth and uh, you know like uh conflict being a natural part of love Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah. We, yeah. So much of how we think about love is feelings about romantic love, right? Period. Yeah. And yeah. it's about like how much can I like love on you mm-hmm. and give you tokens of my like adoration right. of you, which are so important, right? But if that is the foundation and the only um, mode in which you exercise mm-hmm. your love muscle, your yeah. love muscle. Say what? it. Say it. <laughs> say it. <laughs> Say it, Iyana. <laughs> Ooh, y'all. Um. Anyway. Um. So, yeah. <laughs> y'all, my love muscle is my vagina. Okay. My vagina. Okay. Anyway, so if that's the only way that you're flexing your love muscle, mm-hmm. um, you're not gonna build too much stamina. Mm-mm. Um. And what you will do, I- I'm like doing this really extended metaphor. This is so ridiculous. Come on, point. bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. When you're not exercising a muscle, you can't use it. Mm-mm. So, like, here we are at this at this sort of um, grander theme of mm-hmm. how we think about relationships and uh, love and things, which is often just to stick it out. Yeah. Um, we don't really have any mechanisms for that. Mm-hmm. We don't really have any tools or mm-hmm. muscles for that. It's just the goal ends up being lasting yeah i gotta we we gotta make this work right um like i'm thinking about all of those 
those stories that people tell their grandparents. Yeah, my grandparents have been together for fifty for fifty years. Like, do you? And yo, do you do see you your know? grandma's side eye every right. time that nigga walks every in the room? Every time. Like, do you? Like, are you? Are you here for like the quantity? Yeah. Or like the actual quality? Like, do you know whether or not your grandma really wants to stab him? Yeah. Like, like what if she does? Like, but it doesn't matter because they they stuck it out. Yeah. But you know, and it's just like wow. So and then we you just also, have to commit to being miserable. God, <laughs> you know? God so, yeah. So that's your goal. Yeah. yeah. Um, and also just thinking about grandparents um, and just generally the dynamics in um, heterosexual relationships. Heterosexual. Mm-hmm. What? What is that word? Straight relationships. <laughs> um, you know how oftentimes women have to stay because of like the discrepancy in like pay and income and mm-hmm. you know the security of being in a relationship mm-hmm. with someone who gets paid more than you yeah um so that's wild we just like spiraled out from communication but Love. communication nigga like it's hard as fuck it is but it is the most powerful tool that you have like the, the most the. powerful like there's no um more. and if you don't exercise it you will continue to be in a dead thing yeah um my god and and you will stick it out in that dead thing until you are like physically dead, like you will yeah. be spiritually and emotionally dead for a really long time, uh, yeah. and then you will actually die because that's I'm, what humans do. Yeah, I'm not I'm not about that. No. So yeah. Um. So now we're going to move Did into. Did you do your own honest? The church affirmation. Wait. We, I think I covered some of mine. Okay. I heard you, nigga. <laughs> okay. All right. Just, Yo, I thought was trying to like. Yeah, just making sure because I was like, did wait, you did you mind? go into did you, it? Did you do it? Yeah. Did you do it? <laughs> so I'm going to be doing the church affirmation today. Yes. So church affirmations are just basically a scripture. That we read and we'll give you the correct. Mm, the, the single. The single correct interpretation of that uh, scripture. So go ahead, Minister. Yes. Minister John. Yes, Lord. So on today, saints, if you would turn with me. Niggas <laughs> <laughs> just fall asleep. Yes. <laughs> and then the congregation, like, hey, take your time. Take yes. <laughs> take your time. Take your time, Pastor. The spirit. Ooh, this is going to be good. He's going to preach today. Hmm. So, Genesis 17, 15, and I am reading mm, like the heathen that I am. (laughs) (laughs) The NIV. (laughs) Jesus. Come on, Niv. Read the Niv version. All right. So, God also said to Abraham, as for Sarai, your wife, you are no longer to call her Sarai. Her name will be Sarah. So it's a real simple scripture. Mm -hmm. Um, And because yesterday was Transgender Day of Remembrance, um, I really would like to um, talk about how um, so many amazing... um, you know, womanist scholars Mm -hmm. and um, just radical theologians Mm -hmm. are reimagining or maybe not even reimagining because we don't know, you know, what God placed on folks, Mm. you know, lifetimes ago. Yes. Like, because we know that we have trans ancestors. Absolutely. Just as we have queer ancestors. Absolutely. um, 
who were alive and well Mm -hmm. when they was doing Bible shit. Yes. Um, So, um, so when I was teaching high school, I would bring um, different folks from organizations that typically my students probably wouldn't have an opportunity to engage with Mm -hmm. otherwise. Mm -hmm. I would bring them into my classroom either physically or through Google Hangout or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, And this particular time, it was this past school year actually, this particular time um, I was speaking with um, a person who worked at Side by Side, Mm -hmm. which is an organization um, that works with um, LGBTQ plus youth in Richmond, Virginia, Mm -hmm. providing them services, uh, I think housing and other services, direct services that they need. Yeah. So um, I believe their name was Chris. Mm -hmm. Um, They were an ordained minister, uh, a genderqueer person. Um, And in this particular class that... um, that Chris was talking to, I had uh, a student who was trans mm-hmm. and um, that student posed the question of, you know, one, how do you reconcile your faith with um, your identity as a genderqueer person? Mm-hmm. Um, and how do you talk to communities of faith about the importance of honoring um, trans folks' pronouns and their names. Um, Our babies are going to lead the future. Do you know these oh niggas God. have the keys? Ugh. Do you know? Ooh, I get chills. My and God. he was a junior at that time. Uh, like, this isn't even a senior. This heart. child is well on his way. My heart. Seriously. Mm. Y'all, these niggas have the keys. These yes. little baby niggas have the keys. Listen to the children. My God. So... Chris, um, Chris's answer was just so, so important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of, like I said, a lot of folks are doing work around, you know, finding, uh, the scriptures that are affirming and, and, and revisioning, um, re-envisioning rather scripture to Mm -hmm. be inclusive and liberatory for Mm -hmm. all folks. Um, so Chris was talking about how, um, how when God was changing folks' names, it was often an indicator of moving into a new identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we also know is that when our trans siblings um, transition, right. um, and transitioning can look like a lot of different things. It can look like a physical transition. It can look like, you know, them having some internal process mm-hmm. uh, where their, you know, thoughts change. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also know that, like, a lot of the times the way transitioning is framed is purely physical. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of folks do not have money or resources to do that. And also yeah. it's not necessary. Right. Exactly. Um, so... Just paralleling this this uh, God changing folks' names, in this case, uh, Sarai to Sarah. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sarai meant my princess and Sarah meant mother of nations. Mm. Um, and Abram had just been changed to Abraham right before Sarai um, from high father to father of multitudes. So like that increase of responsibility, that increase of power... Um, And Chris paralleled that with, you know, when a trans person transitions, 
um, they are harnessing their own divine autonomy mm-hmm. um, to take on a new powerful identity for themselves mm-hmm. um, and in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and just how, you know, scripture affirms that, mm-hmm. um, that, that when folks take autonomy um, of their identity and move into a more powerful place of um, a more autonomous state, it is critical that we honor that because mm-hmm. that's God's desire. God, mm-hmm. God did that. Right. You ain't got, you can't change, even if you want to, you can't change it. You can't do shit up. You can be mad, bitch. Right. That's, that's pretty that's much it. That's literally all you that's can do. That's all of it. That's all you can do is be yeah. mad. Um, so that was really powerful for me um, of seeing that folks were, were really doing the work of making sure that folks are able to see themselves mm-hmm. in, in texts that we've been taught we're mm. supposed to be able to see ourselves in. Yes. Um, but often our are barred from seeing ourselves in yeah yeah in a real way um and along the lines of it um just being transgender day of remembrance yesterday i just want to list off the names of um the trans lives that have been lost to violence this year in the united states um and one thing that i do want to mention is this is the list of folks that we know mm-hmm that were trans that were murdered mm-hmm. um, because we know that often times and it hopefully we're doing a better job at catching it. Um, folks are misgendered. Mm-hmm. Folks are dead named, mm-hmm. which is like using their old name. Mm-hmm. Um, so they never are counted mm-hmm. as part of these numbers yeah. because the world is transphobic and yep. trans misogynistic as fuck. Yeah. Um, and yet, trans folks still keep working yet. on our beh- all of our behalves. Yet. On all of our behalves. Yep. Um, and I also want to name that the majority of the folks on this list are black trans women. Mm-hmm. Black trans women. Um, and I think all but maybe one are trans women of color. Mm-hmm. But the majority of them are black trans women. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to list the names um, and ages. Mm. Misha Caldwell, 41. Jamie Lee, Wounded Arrow, 28. Sean Hake, 23. Jojo Stryker, 23. Kiki Collier, 24. China Gibson, 31. Sierra McElveen, 26. Jaquarius Holland, 18. Alfonso Watson, 38. Kiwi Herring, 30. Scout Schultz, 21. Ali Steinfield, 17. Stephanie Montez, 47. Shay Reed, 28. Kenneth Bostick, 59. Cheryl Faulkner, 46. Kenny McFadden, 27. Kendra Marie Adams, 28. Ava Larray Barron, 17. Ebony Morgan, 28. 
T.T. Dangerfield, 32. Guinevere River Song, 26. Kashmir Nazir Red, 28. Derricka Banner, 26. And Candace Towns, 30. Ashe. And amen. Amen. Hmm. Those ages, y'all. Those ages. Seriously. Ooh. The average life expectancy of a black trans woman is 35. 35. Speechless. So we need to do more. Mm-hmm. We need to do if we're not doing. Yep. Cis queer folks. We have to work on behalf of everyone. Hey, y'all. Sorry for the interruption. It's your boy, Janae, uh, with a little interjection because somewhere along the way, the audio got fucked up. So I need to do a little introduction of this next section. It's the sex and dating section. And here's the beginning of the story. I started talking to this new person recently. They told me off the bat, like, I'm a very honest person, which made me very apprehensive at first, Mm -hmm. honestly, um, because Most of the time when niggas say that they are honest, um, what they're actually doing is being like, they just give themselves license to be like, um, unnecessarily cruel Mm -hmm. under the guise of like, I'm just being honest. Mm -hmm. And also they just lie. Like, let's just like, just (laughs) on the other, they they say they're honest just so they can lie. I don't okay so that has not been my experience but I'm, I'm sure niggas out oh, here yes. are lying left and right oh, yeah. <laughs> but also I be having nightmares sometimes about like niggas that I'm talking to and uh-huh. just like what if what if I just call this nigga one time and she's like uh actually I'm with my wife <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you didn't ask so right uh, you didn't ask if to, I had a wife, bitch. You didn't ask us. You should have. You should have I... let me know that that was what? a deal breaker. God Nigga. Knows. So, <laughs> uh, anyway. So, when you're dating, this is an awesome time to engage in just a practice of being clear with your intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't have to, like, of course you don't need to be, like, a bitch. Yeah, dickhead. But, yeah, you can you you don't have to protect someone else's feelings mm-hmm. um in the way that we often do um when we are protecting like a partner like a long-term relationship partner's feelings mm-hmm. um again for the sake of like we need to have stability we need to sustain this relationship which we need to stop fucking doing gotta gotta another, stop doing that yeah um because like also the other thing is we don't know what the outcome is gonna be yeah we don't we don't actually know if i run no you know what i'm too see tri- what there is it's gonna be come on <laughs> yeah. so use the time when you're dating to be honest mm-hmm. um there is no there's no way you can lose in being honest about what you need and what you want My God. um and dating is an awesome opportunity to just be like no that's not gonna fucking work because imagine cool. if you like put all these things on the table and niggas still like yeah i want to fuck with you y'all i'm swinging my titties around right now <laughs> God, so that's mine. Just mm-hmm. being clear with your intentions, specifically taking the time when you're dating to do that. Mm-hmm. 
just going ham with that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is super duper short. Um, it's basically me realizing, and I'm I'm really trying to not sound like this nigga every week coming on and saying niggas ain't shit. Da da da. You know, I'm just as an ancient nigga, my as as <laughs> as a representative of the ancient nigga delegation. <laughs> I would like to let y'all know that we ain't shit. Amen. Amen. We yeah we yeah. But, but yeah. y'all ain't. But for real, yeah, y'all we, ain't nah, shit at all. At all. <laughs> so. But yeah, just uh, I've been kind of in this practice of not taking things personally this week, or at least trying to um, trying to incorporate that in my just daily dealings with niggas. And you know, uh, I'm not really talking to anybody right now. It's just kind of like casual conversation or whatever. Um, but even in casual conversation, niggas can drive you up a fucking wall um, for no damn reason. And they can really say stupid shit out of the blue. They and <laughs> I swear to God, there's a there's like a damn. Um... There's an app for that. There's an app. It's like, and it's like a third party app that connects to your dating apps. And fuck niggas, like connect based on like what apps they're dating apps they're using. They're like, how many niggas can I drive up a motherfucking wall with my WYD text? How many? And they they call them up every day. My nigga, like getting a WYD text every three hours is would. just not. Do you know that I would kill that conversation? There's no erection. There's nothing there. It's just not happening with WYD. Um, I'm ignoring the fuck out of you. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Um, but yeah, so like uh, these conversations I've been having where someone would, you know, be kind of. Um, they would text me be kind of annoyed that I haven't talked to them, which there's a whole story behind that. Or they would um, text me and be like, I really don't even feel like giving this too much country, so I'm just going to be like, Amen. just stupid shit. And me realizing the projection is happening at this point, um, because I'm a person who internalizes a lot. Like, I'll internalize so damn much and really believe that the shit that niggas are um, giving to me is actually mine. Mm. Um, and, you know, I left my burners at the altar. Come on. So I don't know what y'all are trying to give me, but you Burn better go to that. You better go to the cross. Lord, Come on. Since I leave my burdens down, I feel better. So much better. So much better since I lay since I laid these fuck niggas down. Oh yes, oh yes. But yes, uh, yeah, a small praise break. But yes, so um, not internalizing these niggas and their thoughts mm-hmm. projecting onto me has been very helpful in um because I'm the type of person who if there's like some type of tension or you know whatever I'll I'll try to keep on talking and try to straighten it out. But now it's kind of been a, a thing of, if you come to me with some fuck shit, I'll just ignore it and just go on with my day. Yes. And just be like, well, you know what? That's, that's them. That's with you. Yeah. That's with you. And, but niggas are so crafty that they'll really disguise it as it's something that's coming from you instead mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. But listen, the God I serve. Come on. He told me. He's <laughs> You know what? He told me that, guess what? He gave me a cross to bear, and it doesn't involve any of those things. Mm. Okay? 
And to to just throw a little a little penny in the bucket. Come on. That is not a phrase. Okay, I told anyway. you we're making phrases on this bitch. <laughs> niggas are going to be using <laughs> these Niggas soon. are creative. Niggas already yes. singing what? Uh, nigga, nigga, how you doing? Niggas already singing that. So trendsetters here. Taste makers. Anyway. Um, so when I was in Atlanta um, last, or week before last, I guess, at this point, um, my friend Ashley, um, who is not a churchy person at all, mm-hmm. They were telling me about how important, first and foremost, this conversation started because I was telling them um, how powerful um, the statement, victory is mine is. Mm. Peace is mine. Yes. Um, Joy is mine. Like, wow. How have I been singing that my whole life and never like had an opportunity to really let that marinate marinate and yes. sink in and, and allow me to like take ownership of mm-hmm. that like I it is mine yeah so they in return said were, were telling me about how the phrase what God has for me is for me mm-hmm. how important that was to them um and the way that they framed it the, or the, the way they fra- framed the importance of that phrase was Yes, what God has for me is for me. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But this also means what God does not have for me is not for me. Mm-hmm. What God has for you is not for me. And bitch, what God has for me is not for you. Come on. Okay? So Ooh, when niggas come funny. up when you all jealous or when niggas come up when you asking why you not doing this, this, and this, nigga, because God didn't have that for me. Nope. And I'm okay with that. But if God puts that in, in your plate, mm-hmm. okay, in your, your basket. Spirit? Yes, yes. No. In your chicken nugget, <laughs> then bitch, that's yours. In your chicken nugget, yes. Like I said, we're making shit. <laughs> Niggas making shit up. So yeah, that's yes. so real. Mm-hmm. Seriously, I just I can't afford it anymore, my nigga, because I cannot afford to to devote hours of my day um, rehashing shit. No. No. It's too much energy. Not my over nigga. some it's... niggas. No, I do that just on my daily. Right, right. Like, I was oh, there's no this meme extra. that's like um if I if I did something awkward uh towards you just believe just understand and know that I will be thinking about that thing for at least 5 months <laughs> after It so, me yeah it's me as fuck yeah. yeah I'm not I'm not doing that anymore mm-hmm. I I I I no longer have the time energy or patience to devote to that shit I'm not keep it Keep I don't want it. it. Don't need it. Amen. Glory. Yo. So I just received a text message from a past student who is now in college. Mm -hmm. Um, And she texted me to let me know that she finally started therapy. Oh, my goodness. Mm, How wonderful is that? The angels in heaven are rejoicing. Mm. We won one. I'm so... Look, these... The babies have the keys, yo. They do. They've been to the future. They see who win, and they're coming back to let us know that, bitch, here's how we win. Here's <laughs> yes. how we get there, bitch. But if y'all don't want to listen, <laughs> fuck y'all niggas. We gonna go. We gonna right. get there. We already know what it looks yes. like. Um, but she is a sophomore in college. My God. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't even thinking about therapy. Oh, well, yeah. I was in. I was still in like in soft, my sophomore year of college. Mm-hmm. I was still like, no therapy's for white people. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, yo, the the babies have the keys. They do. Um. So now we are um going to move into the personal healing practice segment. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when we are talking about um 
a practice that has been useful for us in um, really working on our healing. <laughs> yeah, no, yes, absolutely. And this, um, so mine this week directly ties into healing. Mm. Um, so I've been um, getting back into yoga yeah. um, because I keep on picking shit up and putting it down. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I have picked it up again. Hopefully I'll stay with it um, a lot longer. Um, but yeah, I've been doing yoga and I've also been, um, uh, doing more weight training. Mm. And the thing about yoga and weight training, like, first of all, when it comes to yoga, people don't realize how physical, um, of a practice it is. Like my nigga, I'm sore. Like, and people think, oh, cause you're just sitting there doing poses. My Mm. nigga, there are muscles being worked that you didn't know you had. It's real out here. And, um, actually did a um a bikram yoga class um, Is that the hot yeah a hot ass hot ass no, no thank you. yoga class it was lit um I'm sure it, was. it was lit as fuck um but yeah so that in weight training has um caused me to you know develop uh not develop but um has caused you know me to feel fatigue in my muscles and sore and things like that and, um, you know, I realized that that's basically a breakdown of the muscle, which is kind of, you know, a wound yeah, to rebuild. And to rebuild. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that happened uh, this Saturday is I got my wisdom tooth removed. Oh, God. Yep. Oh. Um, that was not a pleasant experience. <laughs> um, but with that, um, between the yoga and the weight training and the, um, the wisdom tooth removal, um, I just tend to have these like weird hotep ass connections. And Amen. I just tend to, hotep. Right, and I just homotep. Tend to, <laughs> in this case. Oh my god! Let's, Here we are. I'm gonna coin that. Yeah, it's our um, coin. Oh, has it? Fine. Okay, mm-hmm. fuck it. Um, but anyway, I'm just gonna just use it. But so I've realized. I actually realized, you know, just kind of uh, sitting back and thinking about me as a child, and you know, me growing up. That uh, I've always been kind of. Um, fascinated with wounds and with um you know the healing of the wound um so me uh, so when it came to my wisdom tooth being removed there's like right now there's a whole a black ass hole in my mouth wow. just a whole ass hole and um but it's healing like it's in the midst of healing um i look at it it's like covering up with like some things, some like white stuff, but I look. I was really afraid because I thought, "What the fuck?" But apparently, that's the thing healing. Yeah, we gonna put a content warning on this. Yeah, this <laughs> sorry. is fucking disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are hyper descriptive. This I, is what happens when you yeah. get writing ass niggas. I'm sorry. But yeah. <laughs> talk about <laughs> fucking wounds. Yeah, and Whew. it's you know it's healing. Um, there's been some pain, not horrible pain, but there's been pain in the healing process. Um, you know, certain things I couldn't do, uh, because I do have an open wound in my mouth. Um, but just thinking about, um, the healing that comes after a workout and then the healing that comes after my wisdom tooth being removed. Mm. Um, (sighs) nigga, wait, because you're coming full circle because we at the top of this episode, Mm -hmm. we were talking about, um, how changing or confrontation requires that you like take something out 
to be able to move into what actually you need to be doing. My fucking you know, God, yes. when you Okay, sorry. No, no, it's fine. Because, like, you know, thinking about me as a child, like, <laughs> I always kind of like looking at my bruises and my cuts, mm-hmm. you know. And I like to watch them heal. Yeah. Uh, I got piercings because I liked the healing process. Yeah. Like feeling, I was like, yo, what do I just like pain? Mm. But it's not actually like observing the healing process. Mm. Um, because uh, when it comes to it, when it comes to the healing process, um, your body is intent on healing itself. Mm. It's like, my nigga, whatever we have to do, we're going to make sure that we repair this and we move the fuck on yeah. because it's imperative. Um, to our for, life. To our, to our, right. We have to continue. Um, and so I realized that, um, I loved looking at the body heal because it kind of gave me hope that one day, um, if I just kept at it, I could heal myself emotionally and spiritually and mentally mm-hmm. because, um, I like I definitely believe in a strong mind body connection, mm-hmm. and what the mind what the body does it like like it all feeds into each other, mm-hmm. and I was like you know what if and when it comes down to it like just thinking about the symptoms of healing there's pain there there's um, scabbing over where you cannot touch it like you my nigga if you touch it it's gonna just keep on yeah and then after a while if you leave it alone and just let it do like let time pass and let the work be done let the process be done eventually you'll be able to touch it and it'll be fine yeah. um and these things kind of made me realize my nigga if you commit to this um eventually it may take time but eventually um just like your body heals itself you can heal you can heal yourself okay. spiritually mentally and emotionally um and and i think kind of realizing that I've been it's really helped me um as far as believing that my nigga I'm on the right path Mm -hmm. to actually healing myself and feeling whole because like this is real like I don't I realize that my nigga I'm I really am committing to this shit because I can't I couldn't continue the way I was going and I had to I had to be serious about this shit and um, as serious as my body is about healing itself I have to be as serious about healing myself mentally and emotionally and I'm committing um, to just letting the process work and putting intention behind everything so that takes some like real vulnerability and like trusting that the process will will take you where you need to go yeah like especially in for like black queer folks Mm -hmm. who are like constantly needing to make sure that they are being intentional about making things happen, Mm -hmm. making sure um, we have housing security Mm -hmm. and job security and making sure like all these things Mm -hmm. being our responsibility um, when healing as we said in like the first episode, it's there. Yeah, we just have to concede to it. Yeah, um, which is really really hard. It is, yeah. 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 So I'm I'm just this um, just observing my body heal has been very helpful mm. in me realizing that this this shit is for me. Yeah, 
And um, if I want it, I'm just, I just need to go get it. Yeah. I never, um, yeah, I just, I never thought that just like observing my body do the fuck, what it does what naturally, it does. would it be helpful? That and we yeah. try to fucking railroad <laughs> and try to stop ourselves from doing, yo. Oh, damn. Oh, what is that about? Oh, we have to, uh, we have to talk more about yeah, that at do. some point because that's wild, yo. Yeah. Um, so for me, um, personal healing practices, two things. Mm-hmm. Um, stop. St- me realizing that I needed to stop setting um, arbitrary boundaries mm-hmm. on what I can and cannot eat, um, and that I need to listen to my body. Mm-hmm. Um, so both of these realizations came about. Um, well, actually, these these practices were activated in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you about my trip to Atlanta. Yeah. We fucking ate. We fucking ate well, but we also <laughs> ate like healthfully. Yeah. Um, every day. Glory. Um, my I came back. My skin was popping. <laughs> like it just was a good ass look, my yeah. nigga. Um, and when I'm at home, at some point it, over my like vegan slash veganish mm-hmm. slash vegetarian journey. I decided that, like, here's this list of things that cannot be in my home, Mm -hmm. period. Yes, I kind of had a reason, but also it was, they were arbitrary reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, things like bread, things like rice, which I I don't consume that much of anyway. Mm -hmm. But I was just like, my thought was like, if they're in my house, I'm going to consume them all the time. Mm -hmm. So I don't have like juices in my house, things Mm -hmm. like that. Um, When I was in Atlanta, my friend Sherelle and I, we cooked every day. Like we ate delicious food. We... um, we had like Nutella and banana sandwiches yes. and, um, you know, like, uh, avocado toast with a, a, um, egg over easy and, you know, just like shit that was delicious. The shit that's ruining millennials. Amen. Yes. Avocado toast. Amen. Yes. Also, I hate when you niggas mash the avocado onto the toast. What the fuck? Let the bitch be sliced and beautiful and just. Disperse it across the surface like area a fan. as a toast. Yes, fan it out. Y'all niggas is disgusting. Anyway, <laughs> so um, and this was really confirmed when I was listening to. Also, fuck y'all niggas for not telling me about Oprah's Super Soul Sunday, <laughs> and that I late, need to year, late, read year of the late. yes, nigga, get out. <laughs> um, but in uh Shonda Rhimes episode of Super Soul Sunday, um, she was talking about how. She also was setting these very arbitrary um, food restrictions for herself. Mm -hmm. And what she ended up doing oftentimes was like she would want a thing really bad. Like she knew exactly what she wanted. Mm -hmm. Um, And because she had already told herself, no, I can't have that thing. Excuse me. She would seek out other food items Mm -hmm. to try to you know, substitute for that thing that she very specifically wanted. Right. Um, and then oftentimes would end up just eating the thing anyway, because she would (laughs) just be like, bitch, it's not the thing. (laughs) I need the thing still, bitch. So she was like, that was when I was just like, yeah, like 
Shonda, just eat the fucking thing mm-hmm. and be done with it. Like, eat the thing, savor it, enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Make sure it is the specific thing that you want. Mm-hmm. Eat it, enjoy it, and be done. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing. And, like, I wasn't... So, be very clear. Like, I'm cool being a fat-ass bitch. <laughs> um, I've been fat my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Um but like since I came back from Atlanta, I lost like nine pounds, mm. and like I was eating food that I that I that was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. So also the uh, the second part of my personal he- healing practice was listening to my body. Mm-hmm. So I have a habit um, of being a nigga who's like all or nothing. Same, <laughs> same Jesus. I'm an all or nothing ass nigga. So like. <laughs> Um, I will be like, okay, I have to do work it on Monday, yoga on Tuesday, fucking this on Wednesday, swim on this day. And if I don't do one of them, like the whole rest of the week is fucked up. Um, and I'm also like, well, you're lazy if you are not doing it this specific way. Um, which is part of the reason why I stopped doing yoga when I, when I started it back up Mm. because it was 50, 50, like one, I was like, there was kind of shame around not being able to do the poses, but Mm. also these skinny ass white bitches wasn't doing modifications. They would, they would just tell you to modify it, which I'm like, sis, why (laughs) the fuck are you here then? Why are you here, sis? I could be watching (laughs) YouTube right now. I didn't have to pay $38 a month for the fucking membership. If you was just going to tell me to modify it. Anyway, horrible teachers. So, right. So, um, my friend Sherelle and I, we walked a few mornings, um, you know, just to get our bodies moving mm-hmm. and to be outside. Um, and we were very committed to listening to our bodies. Like, um, <laughs> there was a point when Sherelle, because I, she had shown me where where the um, Lake was Chattahoochee River. Oh, mm-hmm. river, lake. Two different things. <laughs> Chattahoochee River was um, where we were going to walk. And she was like, you know, we can walk or we can drive. And I was like, we both looked at each other and we were like, bitch, we're driving. <laughs> and like that simple decision allowed us to have this like fulfilling, you know, walk mm-hmm. that was low impact. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got, you know, I got a little sweaty. Mm-hmm. I got my heart rate up. Um, we walked for like, thir- that's another thing. We walked for 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like this extensive five hour walk or mm-hmm. anything. Um, we did a little like meditation by the river before we walked and then we did our 30 minute walk and then we got in the car mm-hmm. to make that three minute drive <laughs> back to our house. Amen. Um, so just listen to your body. Yeah. If your body is like, actually, bitch, I, <laughs> I don't fuck with you. <laughs> then like... Just listen to that, you know? Mm. So, yeah, that that was what I learned this week. And um, what was really critical for my personal healing practice, mm-hmm. um, listening to my body and, and letting go of these arbitrary-ass food restrictions. Um, oh, and along with that was um, with, with the food side. Um, so I very much so was raised in a home Uh, with a mom who um, anywhere we could pinch a penny, we was doing it. So like this idea of um, getting prepackaged something, 
um, or pre-made something, mm-hmm. that was not. We no. weren't paying for that convenience. Mm-mm. So Mm-mm. we got the dry bag of beans. <laughs> yes. we, we didn't get canned beans. We got the fruit. We did not get the pre-cut fruit. Amen. Um, but in Atlanta, <laughs> I had like a very real moment of like, but wait, there's there's whole fruit over there. Why are we getting the cut up fruit? Oh no! Like, and it was like a dollar difference, and I'm like, I, that's the point at which, like, again, coming back to this thing of evaluate reevaluating the things that your parents taught you that were best for them mm-hmm. at that time um, when they were teaching them to you, right. and like evaluating, am I in their context? Mm-hmm. Do I have to make decisions out of the lack of options mm-hmm. or the scarcity or the you know the the context in which my parents were in when they taught me how to how to go about those decisions or how to right. navigate those decisions mm-hmm. um so yeah nigga for the first time I, in my life i purchased pre-cut fruit nigga <laughs> and that made it so much easier for me to eat healthy because i'm like i hate the process of fucking cutting fruit and chopping shit up uh-huh. and throwing <laughs> shit away and feeling like i wasted too much fruit because mm. i shaved too much off and just a lot so yeah that yeah. was lit too Amen. so that's that all right y'all so now it is time for the fucking ridiculousness if you hadn't gotten enough already yes it's time for the intentional ridiculousness of our obligatory nonsense segment yes god so this week (laughs) we are going to share our unpopular food opinions in honor of thanksgiving yes yes Forth. Mm-hmm. Don't look at me, sis. Oh, okay. <laughs> Introduce this bitch. <laughs> All right. All right. So, um, my first. Your first. Uh-huh. Unpopular. F- I, I don't. I don't know if this is unpopular. It might be, but my first one is that um, applesauce is absolute garbage. Wow. It's, so I'm just gonna have to cut your mic off. It's. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Which which cord? Okay. It is the absolute worst Sis, shit. Sis, you gotta leave my fucking Earth. house right now. Um, I think after you you develop, y'all, teeth, no, fuck you. I have no. a whole <laughs> ass part of my tattoo on my stomach that is dedicated to applesauce because Some... my brother literally ate it with everything, and still to this day. 23 years later, that nigga eats applesauce with everything. I grew up, nigga, on applesauce. Mm. Applesauce and fucking pot pie. Mm. Applesauce with my chicken. Mm-hmm. Apple. Don't. Don't give me. <laughs> well, you know, God can still deliver. Look, he's the same now oh, as nigga. he's been. So. Who hurt you? Uh, look, applesauce, the texture. Oh, my God. Um, I cannot believe. The dull apple ass taste. Slander. Like that, the, the taste of applesauce is so dull. It's kind of like, it's like, bitch, I'm almost an apple. I'm almost I'm an apple. I'm not doing this with you. But, but let me just take this instead. I don't even know what that other taste is. It's like it substituted the rest of the taste for apple. Um, it really tastes like, um, like you're just trying to hold your throw up in your mouth. <laughs> I cannot believe you're that's, doing this right that's now. That's what it tastes like. So fuck yeah. You. Apple, <laughs> look. Absolutely Okay, my uh, first unpopular opinion is just that tripe is trash. (laughs) 
Fuck tripe. Fuck whatever that bullshit is. I don't know is. if that's unpopular. That honeycomb ass. Oh, it is it? I don't know. <laughs> How many of y'all niggas eat tripe? Like, that is that a normal thing? so disgusting Where did you encounter looking. tripe? Where did you encounter when tripe? When I was in Colombia, it was in Okay, a Janae. That's because you're in Colombia. That's that's why. Yo ass eats it. Um, okay, well, here's the thing. I... I grew up in a, a Caribbean household. Okay, nigga. So, that don't make it any less disgusting, though, is okay, what I'm saying. True. Why are you eating ho- honeycomb texture ass meat? Why does that make sense in anywhere in the world? You know, um, niggas don't like to waste shit. So, yeah. That shit is nasty. And it's actually the stomach. So, no, thank you. In case you weren't, you know. That is disgusting as fuck. Um, okay, so my second one is um, it's something that I. I First of all, something that I encountered when I came down to Maryland and um, encountered you apparently country ass niggas because I didn't know that Maryland was so fucking country. God, y'all some country ass bamas. But so many of y'all like to put sugar in your like spaghetti. Oh my god, nigga, like, it cuts the acidity of the tomato. I don't tomatoes. give a fuck. It tastes like garbage. Like what is wrong? I look. I don't Have y'all ever fuck. seen that gif of the nigga just rolling down the courthouse steps? <laughs> this fucking, that's how I am right now. Because what in the fuck kind of life are you living that you're not? Actually, you probably have never cooked spaghetti. Yes, I you have. You have been eating spaghetti with sugar in it your whole no fucking life. No, the fuck I haven't. Now. I'm not I actually it. made my own spaghetti sauce the other day. I made my own spaghetti sauce out of tomatoes. And I put not a drop of sugar in it. And guess what? It was delicious. Uh-huh. So you niggas who go ahead and cook. First of all. Most of y'all who do this end up cooking the spaghetti sauce with the little meat in it and then spaghetti on the side, then combining it into one pot. First of all, that's blasphemy. Get get out of here. What is the fuck is wrong with y'all? And then y'all dump a whole five pound bag of sugar in that bitch. Like what? Who raised y'all? I actually have never put sugar in my spaghetti. It, it's before. garbage. Like it's yeah, just it- No. Leave sugar out of spaghetti. It does not belong there. Like, why would you want to eat sweet spaghetti? Anyway, yeah. Something wrong with y'all. No. Okay, my next one is that warm drinks are trash. And I have nothing more to say about that. Why the fuck are you putting a warm beverage in your mouth? That's what food is for. I am eat being that attacked. Bitch up. I am being don't, attacked. Don't do this shit to yourself. Unless it's hot chocolate, my nigga, of course. My whole way um, of life is being no, attacked. I'm not doing I started this. every morning before I went to school with I'm a hot, with some this. tea. With some hot tea. Actually, my mom used to, because, you know, Trinidad is, a you know, encountered by British whites. Mm. Um, they they drink their tea with milk as well. Amen. So, every day I started my morning with hot tea with milk in it and sugar. Yeah. And to be clear, I am, because of adulthood, I am leaning into <laughs> Nigga, having, don't force to yourself. Drink, <laughs> having to drink this dirty water ass drink that is Nigga, tea. look, I've... I, I, I grew up on Lipton, and that was the fuck it. Oh, but I've been, um, you know, experimenting with other teas. I, I got yes, this um, blueberry acai hey, tea. My hey, nigga, blueberry. that shit was delicious. Whew. But God damn it, warm drinks, whatever, nigga. Okay, well, my last one is um something that will probably have you niggas gasping. Because for some reason, you niggas love this vegetable. Um, it's like whenever I see one of y'all posting one of hashtag dat plates or, or on Facebook or even on Instagram. I need during, to look up this hashtag. Please I've do. I've never seen 
that plate. I think D-A-T. struggle is it the same as struggle plate? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever y'all be posting one of those plates on Instagram or Facebook and like during Thanksgiving or just regular, y'all niggas love to put green beans on your fucking plate. Y'all niggas act like... And, and it's so funny. Like, I actually saw a post one time that was, like, um, a pork chop smothered in, like, flour gravy. And, um, like, the actual grease was on the plate. Yes, um, God, you know, gotta yes. put that that moisture. Mm. Um, with, you know, some bacon... Like, I don't know what y'all niggas even, um, but also they said, you know, got to keep it a little healthy with the green beans. And I was like, you know what? But for some reason, y'all niggas love putting green beans with everything. I bet if y'all niggas could put green beans with your cereal, you would. Cause y'all are just that trash. Green beans are garbage. And the fucked up part is a lot of you niggas love eating canned green beans, which I should slap I you grew, for. I grew up on them hoes, so fuck you. S- that she, Probably that big ass can. I grew up on that them. Big ass, especially during Thanksgiving. And they had that big ass can of green Nigga, beans that they got to like. Open. That is garbage with all that green water in there. Banned green beans. They are the worst vegetable God has Who ever created. You? This is a mess. I'm sorry. Ever since I came into asparagus, and I think you mentioned Brussels sprouts and other green vegetables, um, green beans are just garbage. I green, really you, somebody somebody is fucking up in your life. I'm sorry. Because green bean roasted, nigga, I've, or a no. little pan, a little pan fried, pan seared. I, I don't pan fried. What am I saying? No, it's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. Like I just. No, y'all niggas... Okay, well, that's probably very Caucasian, but, like, most of the green beans I've encountered are in that fucking can, and y'all niggas... A lot of times, y'all don't even um, drain the water. You just put the water right in there with the green beans, and y'all boil it. Oh, my God. So you just gonna come from people's entire... Fuck you, niggas, and your fucking green beans. It's garbage. Tell your mama I said so. Tell her to stop serving that to your damn to All her right, grandkids. I'm gonna turn off Andre's mic because damn what it. in the fuck? <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> Fucking green beans. Okay, I'm just gonna share my last two, and I'm not even gonna. I'm not going to expound. I'm just gonna read this post that I made yesterday. That at this point, um, has 35 comments of angry ass black niggas <laughs> that don't know shit about shit. So here it is. Y'all, spinach has such a horrible texture and is a waste of a leafy green unless it's combined with artichoke and cheese. Turn on your fucking location if you feeling froggy, nigga. Spinach is trash. It's it's trash, period. So that's that's my first to last one. And then my last one, unpopular food opinion, is nigga, if you have never had some fucking cereal and milk with some buttered toast and some orange juice like they be having on the fucking commercial, you're missing out on, on what life is really about. She just basically said, if you didn't grow up white, then you miss out on life. Which I guess you can say that. No, nigga. No. Direct all your angry emails to Janae. No, because no, not me. CCE Andre. Oh, God. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. So, there are two um, things that I love. Okay. That I need to mention. 
um, which I get, you know, roasted for, but whatever. Pineapple and pizza is yeah, a no great comment. a great creation. Also, um, if you don't sop up your green juice with the cornbread, yeah. you're a terrorist. Um, like you niggas who don't like your food to touch, go to hell. Like. I can't believe you niggas are bringing seven plates to the damn Thanksgiving table. Seven small ass saucers with your food on it. Or niggas will just do small portions and space them out. Grow up. (laughs) Grow up. Let's do that. Like you niggas who can't eat without the fucking divider plates. (laughs) Grow up. I fucking can't. All right, so this week we are um, new, new no Jasmine, <laughs> no Missy, <laughs> no Monica. <laughs> Finally got it. Yes, amen. God. We have a new segment um, that is called "Pay Your Tithes, Nigga." Yeah. So oftentimes, folks like to throw around this phrase, and there was a whole ass T-shirt that like gained popularity. Mm-hmm. Um, I met God, she's black. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all these all these allusions to black women, women and femmes mm-hmm. being God. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, I feel like the conversation with a lot of my friends are, well, how are you supporting black mm-hmm. femmes and black women? So, um, bitch, if black women and black femmes are the gods, are you paying your tithes, bitch? Um, and ties, of course, monetary is important in a Mm -hmm. capitalistic society, but we also know that like a lot of labor that, that black femmes and black women do is emotional labor, Mm -hmm. um, is labor that is not seen as valuable. Mm -hmm. It's feminized, Mm -hmm. which also means that it's, uh, seen as not valuable, as Mm -hmm. I said. So, um, we're gonna we're gonna go through this here, yeah. and um, yeah. yeah. So one thing that I saw over the weekend was a post, um, and I wish I could have found it. I I searched searched all over, still couldn't find no post. <laughs> um, but what I did find is some group called uh, Fuck Child Support or some shit, some Facebook group. Wild, wild shit that niggas is doing out here. Anyway, um, so it was just this um, black femme who was talking about um, men saying that they wanted to get custody of their children mm-hmm. so they wouldn't have to pay child or so they wouldn't have to pay child support mm-hmm. because of course they could take care of their children and and you know not need child support. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the black femme's response was, you'll say that until mm-hmm. you have to take off of work, bitch, because little, um, Trey Monte <laughs> is sick. These names, my <laughs> You know, yes. until you have to take off of work because, uh, the baby's, the, this, the holiday for mm-hmm. the school doesn't line up with your work schedule. Mm-hmm. So you have to take off work. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want for us to just use this week to think about ways that we can support black mothers, black parents who are taking care of their children. Mm -hmm. Um, 
in ways, of course, again, financial is important. Um, but it's really, really important that we think about all of the ways in which black femmes and black women, black parents, um, specifically black mothers, um, are made to be losers in a capitalistic society Mm -hmm. um, because we take on so much of the uh, nurturing labor, Mm -hmm. so much of the emotional labor um, that goes uh, unsupported, Mm -hmm. unthought of, because it's, of course you're doing that. That's something that you do. That's something that moms do. No, that's just some shit that we've had to do. Yeah. Um, because niggas aren't doing it. Yeah. Um, so, so that's my little baby rant for this, um, first. Pay your tithes. Pay your tithes, nigga. Yeah. Segment. Amen. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mine is, uh, in relation to that, um, much in the way that, you know, black women and fans go and support it in their, um. Emotional labor. Emotional labor. Um, they also go unsupported in their growth process. Mm -hmm. Um, so this past week, uh, gold medal winning, uh, gymnast, uh, Gabby Douglas had made a comment, um, relating to her, her former teammate, Allie, it was Allie, I believe it was Allie, uh, coming out and saying that, um, she was sexually assaulted Mm -hmm. by her, um, by the team doctor. Mm -hmm. Um, Gabby had, uh, made comments saying, you know, um, that, you know, yeah, he shouldn't have done that, but also, um, the way in which women dress should be considered, you know, basically, you know, you should dress like a lady basically in, in so many words, but yeah. So, you know, she had, uh, you know, when people confronted her about that, um, you know, she was still not understanding it much and people were very much in this place of, you know, just like wanting to cancel her, just be like, okay, she's mm-hmm. done, forget it, da da da. Mm-hmm. But we, um, I think one thing that we need to realize is that uh, Gabby is, I believe, 21 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, she is, yeah, nigga, what sus- were your politics at 21? Like, Do let's not- just take that, that moment and be reflective. Let me be clear Facebook memories read the fuck out of me daily. Humble okay? the fuck out of me. Daily. So let's be clear my politics were trash. Um, and so were yours. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, Gabby, and I think um, people really. They, they love to make this argument okay, well, we're in a different age, and, you know, there's much. Um, there's a lot of information out there and Google da da da. While I agree to a certain extent that um, you know you can Google things, I often tell people um, Google can be um, Google can be very racist, uh, sexist, transphobic. It could be a lot of things. So um, sometimes the information that you get from Google is not the best. Um, and even just getting off of that, um, Gabby is 21 and whether or not the information is readily available, um, the manner in which she grew up, clearly she was taught this. Um, but also just think about the society in which we're in. There's no way that you can grow up in a, a patriarchal society and not internalize those things the same way that black folks grow up in 
a racist society and we internalize racism that racism that takes a lifetime to unlearn um and, and considering also her proximity to whiteness right um, right she was raised by white folks mm-hmm. wasn't she yeah so there's a lot of things that go into it um and we we really need to stop being so hard on black women and black girls like it's it, it like it give them room to navigate their way out of problematic thinking because everything specifically black um girls women and femmes like it, it everything is telling you that you're nothing and that yeah. this is the manner in which you need to think and act in order to prevent things in order to be seen as um a functioning member of society so don't be so quick to do that yeah and one just that piece of her proximity like the intersections of her proximity to whiteness mm-hmm. and you know as a black person her her entire life being around okay well how do i make sure that i am acquiescing with this culture of whiteness mm-hmm. um you know in a patriarchal world mm-hmm. being a a girl yeah how do i make sure i go un unobserved essentially mm-hmm. unseen mm-hmm. in this patriarchal world because mm-hmm. to be seen means you are made vulnerable and mm-hmm. you can be vulnerable to any number of, of things yeah um so just thinking about those intersections and um then coming back to this idea of oh well you know she can just google well you can't google yourself out of how you've been learning to survive the world. Yeah. Um, it's a process. And honestly, folks, like, anti-blackness be showing the fuck out when some, air quote, problematic black femme woman or girl yes. um, hits, hits the spotlight. Um, it's just like, all niggas' favorite things yes. to fucking drag and cancel are in the spotlight. Black, girl, and successful. It gives y'all niggas like an opportunity to say all the shit you've been waiting to say. My God. We just need to give black femmes, black women, mm-hmm. specifically black girls, mm-hmm. room to grow, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Like the, the, the literal world is not going to stop if we just allow these babies to grow a little bit like right. yeah and gabby does have the keys yeah which is also why we need her to grow yes like because like, she it's also not has time the to keys. throw her away yeah um at all yeah um i i just it's not and the thing is i'm sensitive to the fact that you know it can definitely be triggering for survivors mm-hmm. to see that type of thing especially you know because it's you know and it's magnified because of her her celebrity yeah. um so I'm not I'm not throwing that away. It's just that this girl has this girl needs time, you know, to get out of she she needs the time to process these things um, because it's not immediate. Yeah. It's not at all. Yeah, and um, I don't know. There are a lot of folks who are like, well, when I was 21, I I knew not to say that how you dress does not mean that you can be raped. Um, but I think a lot of folks were just being very obtuse and very literal about that. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Yes, at 21, I knew that I, that it was very wrong to say that the way you dressed um, could be justification for your your rape or sexual assault. Mm -hmm. I knew that. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't saying like, ooh, look at these hoes on the yard, Uh Mm -hmm. looking all whatever, or um, just other shit that upholds rape culture. Rape culture is a a vast ass thing. That's why y'all, when we're talking about like any isms, when we're talking about racism and we're like, uh, and someone's like, oh, well, they didn't say nigger. (laughs) They can't be racist or they're nice. They can't be like, like bullshit can't be something that sounds sweet. Let's lift up black women, black femmes, black girls. Um, Let's support them in their growing process. Let's support them in the emotional labor and mental labor that they are required to do Mm -hmm. um, unpaid again and again, day in and day out. Mm -hmm. Um, So again, this segment has been pay your tithes. Nigga. (laughs) Nigga, we made it. (laughs) Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Y'all, growing up, my favorite thing in the fucking food court in Potomac Mills Mall was Sabaro's spit. Why aren't you looking at me? I just turned my back (laughs) on her. Sabaro's pizza. Damn, I I'm exposing myself. Please. Spinach. <laughs> Look. Spinach and broccoli pizza. That shit. Oh my goodness. Blessings on blessings on blessings. <laughs> and it had the crust on the top too, bitch. Mm. Wow. Oh my god. Wow, what a blessing. That was not pizza. But okay. <laughs> what was it? I don't know. But it wasn't Maybe pizza. I was gonna say a calzone, but a calzone is the pocket. P- a pie. <laughs> That was, that was You're a last nigga. Okay, y'all. So we made it to the closing remarks and benediction. Yes. Um, Dre, I appreciate you. Every week I appreciate Amen. you. Um, I appreciate you for dragging me back in this <laughs> and into my own house. Because <laughs> look, I show, up to that door. This bitch. I show up to that door like nigga. Knock it's it. time. Grinding. <laughs> That's my favorite knock. My Glory. mother, still to this day. Does the grinding beat? Come on, mama. Still to, that's commitment. Come on. My mother has loved that beat for the clips. Look, their impact. Nigga, wow. Oh my God. Um, so I just really appreciate you generally, but I one thing that stuck out to me today was when you were talking when we were doing our raw and honest segment, and you were like, "Actually, bitch, I'm not being honest." <laughs> and I feel like I need more of those moments in my life mm-hmm. when I'm because sometimes I have a tendency. Um, I need to figure out where Leo is in my in my chart because I feel like it's somewhere. Nigga. I have it somewhere. I need yes. to look it up. But um, I just have a tendency to just talk just because I'm already <laughs> talking, and sometimes it don't like it be true, but like it could be truer. Uh-huh. There we go. Uh- <laughs> there we go. There it is. So I really appreciate you taking that time to step back and reevaluating in that mm. split second and just saying actually. I can lean into this a little bit more. Amen. Um, because niggas, we need to do that. Yes. In a real way. Also, yes. niggas need to communicate. Oh, fuck. Um, and all of these are, are things that you must be present for. Like, you must be in the present moment to yeah. do. Yeah. Um, Effectively, yep. 
And that's been a conversation that I've been having today um, with a friend of just about like the, the things that we have to like take off to be present in the moment and mm. to like really get our fill of what the moment had this present moment has for us mm-hmm. um, and not encumber this present moment with the 30 things we have to do with, for the rest of the day mm. or That's the difficult. things that we're stressing over because we had to make a hard decision yesterday. Yeah. Those things have already happened. Those things we don't know if they will even need to happen mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, so j- yeah, just being present and knowing what you're saying and yeah. observing that, engaging those things. Um, yeah, I appreciate it. Amen. I appreciate you. Amen. I love you. I love, I you, love back. you. Um, thinking back to the personal healing practice, um, the, the whole thing about, um, enjoying something mm. like it, it spoke even beyond food to me. Yeah. Um, because, um, a lot of, a lot of times we'll just deny ourselves completely of something that brings us immense pleasure. Um, and we'll fill it with other things that eh, kind of, yeah. you know, mm, well, so you know, real. and uh, we'll, we'll obsess over those things. Um, even if we're not giving it to, giving it to ourselves, right? right. Even you know, what I mean, food, anything, and the I'm gonna try to incorporate um, if I'm craving something or want something to just be like, okay, well, I'm gonna just I'm gonna actually sit down and write out what is it that I want yeah. and commit to getting that thing mm. and enjoy and being present when I'm enjoying it yes. and being like, okay, well, and I'm not good feeling now. guilt about like, my nigga. I did this thing that I'm not supposed to do. I was just about to say that because I feel guilt about every fucking thing yeah. I enjoy. Yeah. Like, no matter what it is. Like, I'm just like, I'm not even in the place to enjoy things, so mm. I need to not do it. And so, um, you bringing up the the ability to enjoy, just to enjoy things, because, mm. you know, step by step, my nigga, yeah. to just enjoy things um, in general was powerful to me because... Um, I don't give myself the opportunity to enjoy anything unless uh, all of my ducks are in a row. Hmm. And, and they, they never the fuck are. They and never are. Yeah. And that's like yeah. a really, one, that's a moving target because mm-hmm. like, okay, your ducks are in a row, but like mm-hmm. the moment you get them in a row, this bitch done took a sharp left yeah. and you got to do it all over again. So yeah. like that doesn't actually exist. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and you were kind of bringing out, you know, the whole thing about perfectionism. Basically, you know, you're like, oh, if I don't do it in this order, like, fuck my week. And I can be honest right now. (laughs) This may sound this may sound wild to some people, but I've wasted entire months. um, um, Just kind of. Avoiding something because it wasn't perfect. Nigga, yes. Like, like <laughs> going, being like, okay, well, in June, okay, well, I'm gonna do this, and waking up in November, like, no, I nigga, I never did it. Never. I never mm-hmm. fucking even did it. Even though each week I said, all right, well, this is what I'm gonna do, but because I, I, what I thought was fucked up yeah. on Monday, my nigga, okay, well, I'll do it on Sunday. Yeah. I start over again. Yeah. And every week it was another fuck up yeah. that, quote unquote. Um, 
disqualified me. Yeah. yeah, from doing something. So a barrier. Yeah. A barrier, exactly. So um just realizing that this whole thing about readiness is you'll not never be ready. you'll never be <laughs> what you th- what you look at as ready yeah. you know like this kind of archetype about the perfect amount of readiness mm-hmm. it, it won't come so you're just sitting there waiting for waiting something for it to that magically drop right. it like and that it's not coming happen. it's not coming no. so yeah i appreciate just bringing up that shit because i need to incorporate this shit my nigga mm, same. like Yo, Ugh. we're making like real eye contact. I love talking to you, Andre. Oh God. Mm. 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 Yes, mm. God. Mm. All right. So yes. it's time for. Are we doing the quote first or the? The quote. The okay. quote. Then the prayer. Okay. So this quote is um, by Octavia E. Butler. Um, from the Parable of the Sower, which I am reading right now, and it is amazing. I actually haven't picked it up in like a week, but <laughs> it's still amazing. Amen. Um, so, all that you touch, you change. All that you change, changes you. The only lasting truth is change. God is change. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Amen. Going to the throne of grace. Oh, yes, God. Take me to the throne. Leave me there alone to gaze upon your glory. Amen. Let me get serious because God is about to be done with me. <laughs> I hope we can find a bounce. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. If not, I'm going to have Go somebody ahead. make it. I need to. Um, but amen, amen. God, universe, all that creates, we come here thanking you for another great opportunity to be radical and intentional about our healing. Um, to come before anybody who is listening, realizing that although we do this for ourselves, we don't take lightly the responsibility and the commission that we've been given to um, facilitate others' healing, uh, uh, the healing of others. Um, for us first, of course, but realizing that, um, our, our paths are interconnected and that, um, when we, when we're free, other folks, um, feel the liber, the, 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 they, they feel able, permission. There we go. Thank you. Thank you to be free. Um, we thank you for this opportunity to just, uh, lay ourselves bare, um, be as open and honest as we know how. And um, the freedom that um, comes with that. We thank you for um, the ability to to um, articulate our thoughts to the point where we can actually um, incorporate the, the appropriate changes in our lives. We thank you just for um, appreciating little things. We thank you for... Um, just realizing that um we're not in this alone cosmically we are not in this alone we may feel alone sometimes but my nigga it's um god is that nigga yeah universe you are that nigga absolutely you are always here always got our back ever present ever present and we're just thankful this is the thanksgiving motherfucking episode and we are thankful we're giving gratitude so much gratitude i thank you for my friend janae i thank you for this this moment that i get to share with her weekly I thank you that it was 
twice this week, my nigga. Because, my God, anytime, <laughs> anytime I get to share with uh, my friend is an amazing experience. And I'm grateful for the healing that automatically comes just by walking through the door. Um, yes. And uh, amen, 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 and amen. Amen, I say. Glory. A woman, a everybody. Yes. Yes, we love you. Yeah. I'm going to get really close to the mic and just say it. We love you.